Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Hey, Billy, let's run out in the forest together. That worked out for me really well last time. Abel Morrison as Detective Billy McConnell. You've seen what we've seen, that dead light, the butthole monster. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits. What in the world? Where did you find that? Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. We did establish there's no flamethrower, which is a crying shame. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. As soon as the going gets tough, the Tallahassee gets going. And I am your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. As this insane man with a whip uh, and a hat and a shotgun cawing on top of a truck, uh, the vehicle that was approaching uh, starts backing up out of sight away from you until you can't see it anymore. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I climbed down off the truck. What's going on? I said, fellas, there's a car that was coming up the road. It stopped after it saw me being all weird. And... Uh, then it just drove away. Did you notice what kind so, of car it was? Yeah, it was a driving car. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Did he notice? It was a horseless carriage. It looked like maybe it was a, uh, an older car, like a Model T. It was older. Model T. All right, what are we standing around here for, guys? Let's go check out that gravestone. Check it out. All right, hey. So, uh, I never left the tomb. Um... I'm asking Junkard uh, help to push open this door or kick it down. Okay. We push. 
So. So this car that drove up, I mean, that looks like a. That looks like a pretty fancy car. Um, I'm imagining in this, uh, in this neck of the woods, in this kind of backwater town, not many people are going to be able to afford a nice automobile like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we got to the point where I, I said my apologies. Where back there I said it was a Model T, but I, I was mistaken. It's a. It was a Packard. A Packard is now a you, very now nice you know it's a fancy looking car. car. I mean, quite mayoral. As far as vehicles go, if you oh. know, um, if you take my meaning, um, it's uh, the Packard Twin Six was uh, it, I mean, it wasn't like the it, like the nicest car in the world. Uh, no, but Dom, it is probably something nicer than you would expect to see uh, out in this area. All right, so let's take a look at this here cobblestone grave. So I would like to push the door open on this thing with with a uh, card. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> do a double strength push. That's right. Push this dang door open. It's not gonna work. Just FYI, in case you ever read my book Tallahassee and the Elaborate Or can I just mechanisms. say Carcosa and it opens up because I say Carcosa. Melon. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, so you say uh, melon and Carcosa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it pops right open. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Edro. Okay, since you guys are examining this thing, uh, what are you what are you doing? Uh, uh, I are you guys really trying try to, to push, push it open? Yeah, yeah. we tried to push the, the uh, door open. The door. Oh, double okay, have fun. team strength. Uh, the door. Push. The door doesn't budge. Even with a double team strength push. Yeah. What about a Dude. triple team? <laughs> Do any of the Latin words. <laughs> We're going to uh, triple team the door. The tomb. <laughs> Do any of the Latin words on the tomb look like they say cacosa? Yeah, can no. I do a spot hidden on the tomb? Look for yeah. elaborate locking mechanisms, according to my book? Uh, yeah, Light some go, fire go around it. it. It'll unlock the magic. I thought that we already did a spot hidden on the tomb. 65 out of 85. Success. Okay. All right, so... so Tallahassee, as you get up uh, looking at the the tomb closer and you're looking at the, looking at this inscription closer, uh, looking at the Latin inscription that's uh, it's embossed. So like with most graves and everything, like you know the letters would be carved into it, but this is interesting because the letters are actually embossed coming out from the stone. Like and they're Audis. Yeah, like they're Audis. And uh, from looking at it, it looks like actually the words could possibly be pressed down into the stone. Told you there was a button. Okay, what are the what are the letters though? I think we gotta spell some. So here you go. Why don't you check your? Uh... Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh. Utnos materius spiritum. This sounds like a demon chant, according to Edge of Darkness, my book. <laughs> no, no, Tallahassee, read it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we don't got any gin, some, you know, gin trapped in amber anywhere, do we? Metir, spiritum, delectos, Let's see, wasn't it 1917 were the dates we were looking for? Maybe we could press press the numbers, 1917. Shut up, Sam. Uh, the yeah, name... backwards. The name and the dates don't actually go in. It's just the um, oh, okay. the inscription. Mm. Well, one of the words is nos. If we put that in, 
we can go fast. Yeah, poke it right in the nose. <laughs> is the um, <laughs> is the compass? Is that poking out? Yes. I push the compass. Wait, hold up. Look at it. It's like upside down. It is. I turn the I turn the compass before anybody else can turn the compass. Dang it! So that they can be my idea. No, I do. So you gotta push the buttons and then you turn it. That's how it opens. Page seventy-four of my book here. Let me flip these pages and show you guys. There's an upside-down compass. We gotta push that in, turn it right side up. <laughs> Voila. Uh, Dom, as you start to twist the compass, it does twist a little bit, but not very far. Okay, he's weak. I start twisting. I'm stronger. We double-team it. We double-team twist. Uh, it, it breaks off in your hand. Oh. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It, it twists a little bit um, clockwise, like the end gets to, like, you know, southwest, but not. But that's about all the farther it'll go. Well, do any of you guys know Latin? I know some of you have I do. a little bit of Latin. Let's try and read Simi this. Simi knows Latin. Can I roll for Latin, Alex, and read it? Can he roll for Latin? Uh, yes, he can roll for Latin. Latin. Are right. you the only one? Don't screw this up. 18, success. Swish, baby. For real? Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right, check your Latin box, buddy. Yes, sir. Okay, so you, Dr. Simeon, uh, looking at it, you do, you do manage to decipher the Latin, and it reads... As we send the spirit of the beloved above, so we remember the life below. I pull out a shovel and start digging. (laughs) So read that again. It reads, As we send the spirit of the beloved above, so we remember the life below. Okay. So, that is unhelpful. What is our dude's names? Faust. Faust. No, not that guy, idiots. All the Uh, other ones? Faust. No. Potter. We got Potter. Muff Potter. And we've got Mordecai Shep. Like, can we spell somebody's name with this thing? Uh, I don't see any Bs. Because the letters are going to be pushed in. Yeah, there's no bees. Wait, can we push the letters in? Yeah. It's not actually the letters that push in. The whole word pushes in when you start pushing on. Oh, that makes it a little bit better. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be something about below. As above, so below. What was that? What's the inscription one more time? Uh, it's in the letters. Let's look. As look we letters, send... Guys. Where are they? The spirits above... The beloved spirits above. Try pressing as above, so below. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. It's at the bottom of the letter. As above, so below. Nice. That's what I was going to say. Good job. (laughs) But north is above, and that's pointing down, and south is below. Well, we push the words in, then we twist the... Okay, I reach in and push them. Okay, so you push as above, so below. And then I twist the... Uh, or you tell Dr. Simeon to do it, since he's the one who can read Latin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Simi, do that. All right, I push in. Okay. I push it in. As above. Okay, so you, uh, Dr. Simeon, as you reach up, you push in those words, and as you press them in, they... and lock into place. So now I twist, I twist the compass clockwise. Okay. 
And then as you start twisting it, it twists, twists, hit that, hits that southwest position and keeps going. You done it. Yeah. <laughs> the north twists all the way to the top, so now the compass is right side up and the door pops open. Damn, door, that just makes me giddy. The door pops open. It doesn't open. It doesn't like fly open all the way. It pops open a couple inches. <laughs> all right, now Sammy and I are gonna double team push it. No, well, it's op- is it open outward or inward? Inward. Double team push. Double team push. So I draw my Colt M1911. Maybe just, just gently push it. I look to the sky and I say, "Armor Arcania." Um, I take the deadlight, throw the box in there, and shut the door. Um, Okay. It seeps out the crack. (laughs) All right, well, I have my shotgun and two revolvers and my Molotov on me. What do you guys got on you right now? Weapons check. I got my Colt. I'm pulling my Colt out. I have a Colt M1911 and a machete. I've also got a 38 revolver. Can I hold both? Can I dual wield? Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to give me crappy aim? It's going to give you a really, really bad aim. Okay, I'm just going to use the one. If you shoot a gun, it's basically impossible to try and shoot two guns at once. Like, come on, gangster. You mean like Tallahassee against the butthole monster? Bakersfield. Uh, I've got a trench knife, a Colt M1911, and an M1917 Enfield rifle. And, of course, old reliable. Oh, thank heavens. Mr. I got my bull whip. I got a Colt 45, and then I have Jake's shotgun and a deadlight box. My boy. <laughs> Jeez. How do you hold the deadlight box? I'm just kidding about deadlight. It's still in the truck. I All said right. I put Who it in has the a flashlight? Uh, well, it's not on my sheet, but I've got one. Uh, I think we all got flashlights, don't we? Yeah, I have one. Okay, so as you guys, as the door pops open, and now there's, um, there is a... It's open. You can see the dark opening along the side, along the, the door jam. Uh, it pops open a little bit, and you can see the darkness within through the crack in the door. And immediately, the first thing you notice is uh, miasma of smells hit you as soon as the door opens. What does it smell like? Death? Um, it smells like smoke, charred meat... And something that's both sickly sweet and heavily musky at the same time. Dead body. It el- elicits flashbacks of visits to the zoo. What? Animal stink. That smells like an animal. Percival, does this smell familiar to you? It doesn't smell good, I can tell you that much. It smells like Germany circa 1914. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you can see, the uh, the black smudges that are leaking up kind of around the edges of the door, they they trail down inside. All right, what's our marching order? All right, I'll, I'll go first. What is your marching order? Tallahassee, you bring up the rear, or maybe like the second from rear. Hey, I really think I want to cast this spell. I want to armor up. Yeah, that, that maybe that's a good idea. You want to do that now? Yes, sir. Last 24 hours. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be some sanity. Some be. 
Um, all right, D4. Which could result in a bout of madness. Uh, it's only one D4 of sanity. Only? I know, but since you're indefinitely insane, whenever you lose any sanity, then you're going to start having some weird effects. I thought we weren't doing that rule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have you roll for a bout of madness, but you might start hallucinating. Hmm. Okay, it's worth it. I'm getting high off lack of sanity. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, all right. Three. Okay. Do I get to cut that Lose in half? Three. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry, you do not. What are you down to? Oh, you know, 37. <laughs> oh my gosh. Down to 37. I thought you were at 38. I was at 40. Okay. I had you at 41. I'll be at 38 if that's what you have. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's what I had marked on my my copy of your character sheet. Okay, I had 45 or 46 went to 45, and then 45 went down to 40. But maybe I counted wrong. Okay. What uh? What seems to be the hold up, gentlemen? Hold up, dude! I'm casting a magic spell. You stand aside for one second. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you are casting this spell, Tallahassee. Yeah, I get one d6 of hit points, right? Frick, what if I only get one? Okay, uh, Tallahassee, I had you at 41. I'll let you go down to 38. Sweet. Um, how many magic points are you spending? Uh, oh, I don't have to roll? No, you get to choose how many magic points you spend. Oh, okay. Um... What, uh, how do I, uh, like, how do I recover magic points? If they recover over time. Okay. Because I'm thinking I want to do all six. You only have six? Well, it says you can, it costs one magic point per 1d6 points of armor. Whoa. So I could do up to six hit points. No, that's six d6s. Is that what you wrote? One magic point per 1d6? Means you get to roll a d6 for every magic point. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Could he get more hit points than he normally has? Oh yeah. Oh dang. Oh okay. Let's see. You like um, You regenerate magic points. Um, one magic point per hour. No, it's not bad. Freaking worth it, dude. Yeah. Whole the biggest hog. thing is the sanity, and I already lost three. The toughest thing is the sanity loss. Yeah. So if you if you already go if you already went for it and you and you you're going for it and you're spending that sanity, yep. then okay. So how many magic points are you going to spend on this? Can I decide like after I roll? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you have to roll that many dice. Um. So you have ten magic points to spend. How many would you like to spend? They would charge us one per hour. So, Seth, let me let me lay, lay out the uh, magic point economy here for you and spell economy. So, you have 10 magic points. They would charge 10, one magic point per hour. This spell lasts for 24 hours. Yes, we'll do 10 points. <laughs> so, you're going to roll okay. 10 d6s? <laughs> Why not? So, you can roll 10 d6 and add that. Oh, yeah. And you get that many points of armor. So, I got... Five d6s in my hand. Give him some d6s. No, we're only ones. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Roll your uh, d6s, Seth. Some B. Dropped one. The Cthulhu symbol is a six. Sweet. All right. I got uh, 14. 
on the first roll. On the first roll. Woo wee! <laughs> 12, 13, 16, 21. So 14 plus 21, 35. Yeah. 35, 35 hit points. I'm beefy! Okay. You're like a Tallahassee Turner. Character. You have 35 points of armor plus the eight added on. The way that that's going to plus eight. Well, my regular hit points. Oh, you're at nine hit points, by the way. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Nine. You recovered from your night's rest. You're at right. one hit point. Um, so the way that works, Seth, those 35 hit points that you just got, um, those are going to, if you take any damage, any physical damage, those will be deducted first and you will not take any damage from your regular hit points until all those 35 Sweet. hit points are gone. Let me go down first, gents. So Tallahassee tells all you guys to hold up for a second and he stops and you all turn and look at him and he, uh, kind of bows his head down and he makes some symbols with his hand or some formations with his hands, some gestures and he whispers something under his breath that has kind of a melodic tone to it. And those of you with high pow, Billy McConnell, Dr. Simeon can't stand your bits. You do actually sense something almost like a pulse in the air, even though there's no wind from it. Uh, as Tallahassee Turner finishes his incantation and Tallahassee you feel and you almost see for a second this shimmer go over your skin all over your body you feel almost like a tightening over your skin for a second before it relaxes back to normal but you see almost this this sheen go over your body like oil on water that when the light hits it just right you can still kind of see it Feeling good, boys. Feeling good. I go over and start touching Tallahassee Turner biceps. Touch these, touch these biceps. Everybody want to take a touch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Simeon, when you touch Tallahassee's biceps, they actually do feel harder than normal. His skin feels kind of stiff. So he shows you his stiff skin. <laughs> and you are incredibly impressed. As the smell comes out from the tomb that leads down into darkness. Okay, what's the marching order? Tallahassee's first. And then Bakersfield. Uh, I'll go I'll, after. Jack. I'll go after Bakersfield. Who's bringing up our rear? Hey, uh, McConnell, why don't you bring up the okay. rear? Uh, Percy's going to go after you. Uh, Percival's going to go after you, Dr. Simeon. Okay. All right. I'll go after Percival. All right, I got my, my Colt 45 and my flashlight out. But, yeah, let's all push on this door and see if we can shove it open. Guns out. All right, so Tallahassee, you push open the door. It scrapes and creaks open. And you see before you um, is a passageway that leads straight ahead for what looks like 
200 feet. The walls are lined with torches. There seems to be some sort of snake carvings on the walls on both sides leading ahead. You see holes in the wall and the floor is kind of a cobblestone walkway. You feel a breeze come and brush your face. As you're looking ahead, the torches flicker in the light. Can I tell which direction the breeze is coming from? Uh, it's just straight ahead off into darkness. Straight ahead. It okay. doesn't go down? It leads ahead. That looks like somebody might already be down here. All right, guys, uh, be on your guard. This is a little ominous. I'm going to take one more quick peek uh, just around the area before we all go in. Like, as we're all going in, I'm the last guy. Okay. I just want to look around real quick, make sure I can't see anybody. Okay. Uh, all right, Billy McConnell, as you walk in, and so as you look, uh, you're surprised to see when you look inside not shelves, not stone shelves with coffins or urns lighting it, but a stone staircase that leads down uh, claustrophobically into darkness. Um, Looking around on the landing here and on the walls, there is an alarming amount of dried blood on the top landing. And it's almost black in the dim light of... Did you guys say you had flashlights? Yeah. Yeah. With the light from your flashlights and the dim light coming in uh, through the opening of the door. When you say dried blood on the top landing, are you talking about, like, the landing we are currently standing upon? The landing that you are currently standing upon when you first open the door and you walk in, you see dried blood all over on the landing. So, actually, what I meant is, like, outside the tomb, before okay. I go in, yeah. I wanted to look around and make sure nobody's uh, one last, us. Okay. Yeah, one last little peek around. All right, roll a spot hidden then. See if that cop pulled back in. Well, and that's the description you guys see on the inside when you open the door. Inside of and the to be super clear, when I hid the deadlight in the back of the truck, like I can try to conceal it as much as possible with stuff on top of it and whatnot. Okay. Uh, 35, so a success. Success. Uh, looking around before you enter the door behind the rest of your group, uh, you don't see anybody okay. watching. Looks clear. Uh, here's a thought. Do we want to... Uh, keep something or put something in the door to like keep it propped open so that we can make a, a quick escape if we need to. Just in case, I mean, if the door closes, do we know how to open it again from this side? It's good thinking. Why don't you stick your head in there? All right, I'm gonna put my head in the door. <laughs> find a big, go find a big rock or something. Well, who's in the? Uh, Billy, grab a rock. Billy, grab Let's a rock. Keep this door propped open. Get that uh, door hold propped on. open. Let me run back to the truck and get the uh, the. Silver Use the deadlight box <laughs> to prop the door open. <laughs> prop the door. Yeah. Uh, all right. I look around and see if I can find a big rock to shove in the doorway. Uh, okay. Uh, before we uh, descend, um, I believe <laughs> the keeper said that there are holes on the walls. Is that what you said? Yeah, they're booby traps. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe yeah, we booty traps. Either we throw something in. Nah, man, Tallahassee. Or we just push Tallahassee ahead of us and you don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of those. Don't have to worry. There about is blood it. on don't, the Don't landing, you worry yourself so at all. It's what I'm saying. Dom. Yeah, so that's a good observation. Alex, did you say there was torches as well? Um, 
So, uh, can I take one of the torches off the wall and hold it? So, Billy McConnell, you find a rock pretty easily, you know, just nearby. So you grab it and you uh, you bring it over to prop the door up. Has everybody gone completely inside? Is that what we're? Yeah, I at have. this point, they have. Okay. So you guys are walking in. Um, uh, Tallahassee, you see down glinting at the end of the hallway uh, in the flickering torchlight. Finally, what you've been looking for for all these years. The, uh, the snake idol of Nefertiti idol. is waiting for you. Nefertiti. I draw my cavalry saber. And I say, in the words of Teddy Roosevelt, Charge! <laughs> uh, can I roll a psychology All right, on so, Tallahassee? Are you, so do you charge ahead, Tallahassee Turner? Yeah, what else am I going to do? Okay, go excellent. We speed. could roll stealth and like try and right. sneak down. I mean, okay, Tallahassee, I'm going to need you to make a, a dex roll for me. <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. What's I your love dex? Being well, those hit points lasted long. All right, 32 out of 60. Okay. Um, all right, so Tallahassee, would you like to spend two luck to get a hard success? Well, since you're asking me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys hear Tallahassee Turner yell charge and begins sprinting <laughs> down the stairs <laughs> into darkness. Oh, man. And Tallahassee, as you run, expecting to run down a straight hallway, your feet immediately, you immediately lose your feet out from under you as the floor seems to drop. Obviously, you have stepped on some kind of a booby trap in the hallway down this temple of Nefertiti towards the sacred serpent idol. You stumble several times, uh, but manage to catch yourself on the wall before you cause yourself much injury from stumbling down a few steps. Um, looking around, you, you're, you're confused that you're, you're, you're in a staircase. Uh, it seems to be leading into darkness. Uh, you're not sure what exactly is going on. Where did the, you're not sure where the temple went, where the idol has gone. Um, the rest of you guys, Tallahassee Turner seems to be acting somewhat strangely. Where did the yes. idol go? I don't know. This seems pretty uh, normal, Tallahassee, when he like, ran <laughs> off into the woods in the middle of the storm. Oh, um, what idol are you? So wait, so he's so to us, it looks like he. This is all happening in his head. No, there was an idol of Nefertiti. Did you not see the idol down? I saw the idol, hallway? but Doctor Can't Stand Your Bits, you did not see the idol. <laughs> Dom Drunkard, Major Bakersfield, none of you guys know what he's talking about. This door opened. You saw blood all over the landing, all over the walls. You see thick or deep gouges in the masonry of the walls around you at irregular intervals, smeared with blood. You saw Tallahassee Turner yell charge and begin sprinting down the stairs uh, before he stumbled and seemed to leave, lose his footing and now is, is, is standing there with, some, with a confused look on his face. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What you guys see is a claustrophobic staircase leading down into darkness with blood-smeared walls and gouges. Is the blood fresh or does it look old? It looks old. Okay, it's all old. very dry. Okay. Uh, Dom turns to Percival. Uh, do these gouge marks look familiar to you at all? Anything you would recognize or that you might have seen before? Well, if you look closely at them, they unfortunately look like the claw marks of a very large creature. Uh, Tallahassee, are you, are you sure you should be going first? Oh, well, yeah, because we gotta find the idol. Uh, I mean, it disappeared. There's so someone must have taken it. There's uh, no idol. Billy McConnell, uh, have you uh, uh, put the rock in the door uh, to prop the door open? Yeah. Okay. Because as you walk in, the door seems to have... Uh, it's It swings back on a hinge as if it's it loaded to shut automatically as you come in. So you put the door in the way as the... As the uh, or the door. You put the rock in the crack of the door as it swings back closed. And immediately you notice... On the back side of the door, there is a handle. But the more alarming thing is the severed hand that is still attached to the handle on the inside of the door. Ah! <laughs> Why do we keep fighting these things? Gosh! Won't you war- roll a sanity check for me, Billy McConnell? Ah, there's a severed a hand on the door handle. Ragged stump of a desiccated hand. On the handle uh, of the, on the inside 36. of the door. That's a success? Yeah. All right, you're only going to lose one point of sanity. I need a pencil. I take the hand and I throw it at Tallahassee and say, pull your head out. <laughs> <laughs> um, need a hand? Oh, good, a spare hand. I put it in my pocket. But you guys, <laughs> so, uh, yes, you see it, the severed stump, a ragged stump of a hand that looks old and desiccated as if it's been here for a while blood marks all around it spray from it near on the back side of the door there this is like in Jurassic Park 2 when the T-Rex got loose in the boat and ate it on the inside <laughs> that's exactly what it is just oh like that oh my gosh it's just like that cl- that classic Tallahassee Turner novel Tallahass- Tallahassee Turner in the Lost World <laughs> Where somebody brings a T-Rex back on a boat. Is in this open area, uh, there wasn't anything in the holes. Do we have to look around? Mm, no, the holes that Tallahassee saw 
you guys don't see. But the gouges, yes, you notice they're big, long gouge marks. Uh, some look like punctures, and most of them are big, long gouge scrape marks. As Percival Warthrop pointed out, they do kind of look like the claws of a very large creature. We're scraped along the walls here. All right, this is too scary, guys. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I shine my flashlight down. Can I do a spot hidden? See if I can spot any booty traps. We yeah. should be uh, quiet, too. Yeah, go ahead. Everyone should be quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if there's much point in being quiet after Tallahassee Turner yelled charge. Yeah, I guess that's true. And ran down the stairs. Yeah, do we hear any drums? In the deep? The depth. In the deep. Not currently. <laughs> unga, unga, Fool unga. of a Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spot Just a hidden, confused right? unga bunga. <laughs> yeah, spot hidden. So my Okay. 66 out of 85. Jeez, man. You are Your spot hidden is 85? One 85. observant mofo. Uh, you do not spot any booty traps that you can tell. Sweet. Booby traps. The elaborate mechanisms seem to have halted at the door. Sure, be quiet. Okay. All right. I descend at a brisk pace. Okay. Uh, Tallahassee Turner, you begin descending the stone staircase. Follow um, me, gents. You'll notice as you're going down, again, with your spot hidden, so you notice all of these things, there are smears of blood that are still trailing down the walls that are embedded in these gouges that are scraped into the walls around you. Uh, you do notice also the sooty trails of smoke, almost as if you're descending a chimney. Um, uh, the smell of... of burning things is getting stronger as you descend the staircase. And once you finally reach the bottom, it's a, um, there's a stone landing, but it opens up onto a dirt floor. As you turn the corner, once you get to the bottom, the, uh, the beams of your flashlight fall upon a scene of horror and carnage in the room below. It's an open room that's about 40 foot square. It has high ceilings, and there's a large cell or cage that dominates most of the space. Strewn around outside the open cage door are desiccated, burned, and disfigured bodies. It's hard to tell how many, as some seem to be in pieces, and all are at least partially burned. Strewn along the floor of the open cage, it was is what appears to be the charred remnants of hay or straw, and perhaps what was once a large trough. On the opposite wall from the cage are the partially burned remnants of what was probably a desk, a chair, and a bookcase. And strewn all over the floor, near the apparent study area, there are scorched books and burned, tattered pages are strewn everywhere all across the floor. So this is the Phantom Fire. I have a game question. So as Tallahassee descends more and more into madness, um, can he roll like a sanity check whenever he sees something that doesn't make sense and see if he can like tell if it's reality? Yes, he can. That's called a reality check, which he rolls against his sanity. But if he fails that, he does not... 
He does not break the illusion, and he will lose more sanity if he fails his reality check. But as we we mentioned this before at the beginning of the of the scenario that you guys could possibly do some psychoanalysis on him if you see him acting erratically or acting strangely to try and help him break his illusion or I would even allow maybe like a persuade or something on him to try and talk him out of it I'll roll a psychoanalysis um, okay hopefully I get it this time Twenty-five out of sixty-six. Hard okay. success. Awesome. Yeah. So check your box on that. Okay. So, so Simeon, you you kind of grab Tallahassee by the shoulders and you turn him around, and you look at him. You can tell that obviously he's having some sort of break. Uh, he cast. The, he seemed to be acting okay, right up until he cast that spell, and then afterwards it just he kind of seemed to lose it a little bit. So you look at him, you talk to him calmly, um, you do some of those little exercises that you've learned and that you've practiced. Um, those exercises that you use on your patients in your practice. Show me on the doll where it hurts the most. Yeah. <laughs> um, until you kind of are able to bring Tallahassee back uh, into a more coherent, cogent state. Now he appears to be completely aware of everything that is around him. Tallahassee Turner, the room around you is precisely as I described it before. Um, for all of you that have come down and look around, I'm going to need you all to make a sanity check. Simi, how'd you do that? You talked to me a little bit and changed the entire room. I did a sexy dance for you. <laughs> for the room, I mean. That's an 88. I failed. Gosh, dang it. 88. Uh, I serious? also failed. <laughs> 62. This is like my third 60 for the night. 66. I got a 62 out of 38. I failed. I we all 40. failed. I, I succeeded. You succeeded. All right. Um, Let's see. So those of you that succeeded. Um, just Billy. <laughs> <laughs> just Billy. Uh... Well, and also, yeah. So, Billy, lose one point of sanity. Um, for all of you that failed, uh, I'm going to need you to lose one D3 of sanity. One! You guys Sweet. are starting to get a little bit used to scenes of human carnage. One. So oh, we roll... Did you get a one, too? We roll I, a, did. I got a one. <laughs> 88 and a one. We do a D6, right? Pete and I are on the same yeah. cycle. One and two is one. Uh, three and four is two. Five and six I is two. I lost three. Oh. Oh. Dude. <laughs> so you're at 35, oh, Tallahassee? Man. Yeah. Dom, what are you at? Uh, 48. Okay. Bakersfield? Uh, I lost two. I'm down to 37. Okay. You're more insane than me. Well, uh, not anymore. Uh, Dr. Simeon? 64 now. Okay. Okay. That's what sitting it out in the diner will get for you, by the way. <laughs> Generally not killing women the way you guys did will do that. <laughs> <laughs> so the scene below is as I described it to Tallahassee Turner. You see uh, several bodies strewn about. 
Um, what do you do? Are there any, uh, yeah, can I do another spot hidden, see if there's any doors, or, like, how do we, where do we go from yeah, here? Yeah, I'd like to roll spot hidden, go check out the, wasn't there, like, a desk? Yeah, there's a partially burned desk and bookshelf. Oh, there know. are numerous uh, burned books and and papers, like half-burned papers and books, just kind of strewn all over the place. Right, I want to roll a spot hidden on that. Okay, go ahead. When I come in, does it... Yeah. I mean, looking over the scene, everything looks like this happened back when the fire happened. 22 out of 49, hard success. I failed. Okay. The bodies are... Uh, all of them look pretty... Uh, desiccated and um, uh, fairly decomposed. Like, it looks like this was a while ago that this happened. If you guys remember the article about the fire... That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Was June 27th, I believe. So it looks like whoever set the fire in the, the vanishing fire in the graveyard set the fire down here and burned all these bodies. And then the smoke trickled out of the tomb, and that's why there's the smoke marks on the outside. But Phantom why they, fire. Yeah, yeah, also couldn't find it. Um, uh, looking around, it looks like there was some kind of a struggle down here. There are a couple broken lanterns. Uh, one near the bodies. There's one. There's a broken lantern over near the uh, the the desk. Aloysius, that's something you notice over there. Um. You don't notice any doors or anything else leading off from this. This is just seems to be one big room where there's obviously this large cage uh, dominating most of it. Does the cage look like it's uh, been broken out of? It doesn't look broken. Does it look no. damaged? No, it doesn't look damaged. Is it closed or open? It's open. So, also, Dom, what you kind of what you mentioned, what you noticed with the fire, because not everything down here is completely burned. So, you think from looking at it and from what you deduced about the fire going up and then the door being closed and the whole phantom fire, the fact that nobody was able to find anything, you suspect that maybe after the fire started, the door up at the top closed at some point and the fire burned itself out or smothered before it could completely consume everything that's down here which also would explain why the smoke got cut off and then people couldn't find the fire once they came to investigate does anybody have um, biology skills could we examine these bodies and see if we can tell they're all human um, yeah you guys can roll for that Bakersfield looking over by the desk uh, strewn all over the place you see there are lots of papers and lots of books. Um, a lot of them are burned. Some of them are burned beyond recovery. But there does appear to be fragments of a lot of things that could... That you that if you guys took the time and dug through all of this, you might be able to put together or find something useful. Um, all right. Maybe I'll just scoop it all up into a, a sack and take it with. Okay. Um, yeah, if you guys are examining the bodies, you could roll a biology, you could roll, the, roll a first aid or a medicine. Right, I'm going to come look at these bodies. Anything like that that has to do with injuries or anatomy would work. I'll do medicine. I'm going to roll first aid on the bodies. 
Tallahassee, are you over helping Major Bakersfield kind of gather this stuff up? Yeah, I went over to do a hot spot hidden though. I got a 97, so I. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I got 38. I failed. Uh, yeah, 87 out of 30 for my first aid. Yeah, I got 83 out of 70. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna start stuffing all these things. Alex, can that. I can I do a listen check real quick to see if I hear anything coming? Yeah, go ahead. Drums. Bunga, 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 bunga. 22, which is a hard success. Okay. Um. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Um, from upstairs or anything. Just the deafening silence of this horrible room of death. All right. So, are there any other pathways that continue, or is it just a dead end into this room? No, it's just a dead end down here into this room. We don't see anything else in the, any of the corners or under the bodies. Uh, well, are you searching the bodies? Yeah, let's search the bodies and then move. Who we'll picked like, up the papers? Look under We're gonna them, suit. That's I'm what, gonna uh, search the bodies. All pockets of all dead people in the room are being searched by me. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, okay. Failed. I failed. All right, twenty-eight. I suck at spot hitting. That was a spot. Yeah. So I gotta. Hard success. Spot okay. Hidden. So you go over to examine these bodies and search through them. There are the bodies of, looking at it, what appears to be three people. Uh, one of them is an older man. An old man. He's probably in his 70s. Um, and again, they're all partially burned. Uh, he's laying on the ground, but he is completely intact. So you're not quite sure what killed him. Um, I mean, you can you can keep examining the uh, the body if you want to try and find out what killed him. Um, if you're curious, aside from searching him, uh, the other two it's fairly obvious because one of them is missing one arm and a large chunk of his rib cage, and the other one appears to have been torn in half. Wait, they're all dudes? There's... Yes. Does, uh... Does, is one of them missing a hand, like the thing we saw up at the top? No. Okay. Well, one missing an arm. He's missing an arm and a big chunk of his ribcage. And the other guy's missing half his body. And looking at it, yeah, it's all in kind of like a big chunk, almost as if it was bitten off. Ugh. This is too much. The other man looks like he was torn in half. His... The lower half of his torso is several feet away from the upper half. If only they'd known Armor Arcania. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know what Mordecai Shep looked like? Um, you know, I think you got kind of a description from talking to... I don't remember if we went over it, but I can say you guys got a description of him from talking to Ezra um, and Robert Morgan. We never did it specifically, but... Yeah, is there any way for me to identify or... Yeah, well, yeah, from from descriptions you've gotten from asking people around town, uh, the older man, even though he is partially burned, you do believe that this is the body of Mordecai Shep. The other two men both look fairly young, like in their 20s or early 30s. And they are both dressed... Like, Mordecai's dressed pretty shabbily. 
as you might expect, especially after seeing the state of his shack. Uh, these, both the other two men are dressed fairly well, like in, in stylish suits that you might see, more like what you might see in the city. And apart from them being torn up, did you say that they're all burnt and charred? Uh, they're partially burned. They're from the fire that was here. It looks like each of the bodies, at least, some of their clothes are burned off. So um, we don't find any kind of identification on any of the bodies or anything? Well, that's what Tallahassee's doing. He's searching. You don't find any, ta- you don't find any identification on um, any of the bodies. No. Except for on the man that has been torn in half. Um, who appears to be dressed like f- fairly nicely and uh, in kind of a trench coat, a, d- a decent suit, you know. You actually find around his neck, Tallahassee Turner, um, uh, dog tags. Is it Major Bakersfield? <laughs> <laughs> it says Major Aloysius Baker. Now here's one side of the dog tags. Guys, it says Vernon A. Derenberger. Oh, no, it's uh... Vernon A. Derenberger. <laughs> Zero POS. Yeah, uh, Major Bakersfield, you would know that that means O positive from like his blood type. Uh, he just has this single dog tag that looks like it's it's actually two dog tags that are kind of pressed together with the rim around it. So there's a picture on, or there's this on one side, and on the other side of the dog tag is this. Oh! So, on one side you see has a name printed, what appears to be a serial number, maybe his blood type, and then the letters YSO. On the other side, um, imprinted, you see what appears to be a kind of stylized squid or octopus head which is pressed in a symbol with a circle around it. Can I roll in a cult? Yeah, that's Mark what I was going to ask. Mythos. I'm shoving this in everyone's face, being like, look at this. Yeah, go ahead. It's like some sort of, like, militarized cult member. Those would are, like, I, no dog tags I've ever seen. Would I roll a cult or Cthulhu Mythos or both? Yeah, what do we roll? Either, whichever you want. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll a cult first, and then I'm going to roll Cthulhu, Rhythm Cthulhu, Cthulhu Mythos. mythos. I'm going to roll in a cult, too. Ooh, I got a success on my occult. 48 out of 60. I rolled 97 on my occult. <laughs> can we roll both, or you mean just pick one and only roll one? Yeah, you can roll both if you want. I'll I'm going to roll, gonna roll Cthulhu, Cthulhu Mythos. Cthulhu Mythos. Since so. I've got a 7. I failed that too. 54. Oh, I 75. Mm. I failed both. Al, I succeeded on my occult. Occult? Okay. Did anybody else succeed on anything? Nope. No, I rolled a 97. Uh, Dr. Simeon can't stand your bits. Uh, you have no idea what this is. This does not uh, ring any bells or nothing in the occult that you've read uh, has any reference to to this kind of symbol or something that might be involved in the military or anything like that. Hey, Perceval, can you perceive anything about this? <laughs> the worst uh, dad He joke rolls ever. to perceive. <laughs> uh, yeah, he leans over and looks at it, and and uh, he says, this is 
This is very curious indeed. Major Bakersfield, do you know of any military organization that has tags like this? Uh, I can't say that I do. This doesn't look familiar to me at all. These look official. And typically a cult would just have a medallion of some sort, or... This is very strange indeed. I, I have not ever seen anything like this before. This must be some kind of top-secret branch of the military. Uh, I might be driven to concur with you, Bakersfield. This serves to uh, spark more interest in some further investigation, I believe. So, that leads me to the question. I mean, we can debate whether this was some sort of monster or if these men were purposefully murdered, but what we can't, I don't feel like we can debate is that at the very least their deaths were covered up. Somebody had to start this fire and leave these men here. Is this something that we would bring to the authorities or that for now we keep under our hats and continue our own investigation? So I was going to go down that path too, but I was going to say there's a couple of possibilities here. One is there may be some hidden rooms in here where they were actually keeping and building monsters sort of like Corbett, right? Because Mordecai Shep was a body keeper, remember? And the cage tends to lend in that direction. Right, so maybe they... I do think it's fairly obvious where they might have been keeping something. So maybe they escaped, you know, got out of the cage, and then these gentlemen, you know, tried to burn the place down to take, you know, take them out or to escape some somehow. And destroy, you know... Basically destroy the monster before they got killed, but that didn't work so well. Well, is there anything else uh, worth spending any more time down here for, or should we head back out to daylight and maybe take a look at these papers I gathered up? I think taking you a gathered look at all the papers. Yeah, I got them all in this bag here. All right, let's head back out to daylight. Let's get out of this wanna, terrible place. I want to do one more check for like hidden rooms and trap doors and stuff. Can I do okay? Spot hidden. Yeah, go for it. Me too. Um, though I think you guys did already roll for that, didn't you? Yeah, but I rolled an 89. Oh, anyway, I, didn't, so. I didn't think so. Uh, maybe we did, but I got an 18 out of 85. Yeah, searching around, you kind of search the walls, you search behind the desk, the bookshelf area. It doesn't appear to be any hidden rooms or hidden doors leading off from this area. It looks as if this was the hidden location that they have talked about some sort of research area the lab that he was talking about this cage is most likely where they had been keeping something uh, I'd like to search through the cage before we head back up okay 77 my spot hidden is 83 yeah. I lock him in the cage <laughs> <laughs> dance for me boy um. no. Dance, Billy. Uh, so you go over and you, looking at the cage, you look at it and there's a, there's a key that's still in the door of the cage here. Did anybody take so, the dog tags? Yeah, Tallahassee has them. The door is open. 
And looking around, it looks like there's straw and hay kind of piled around all over. It looks like there's a pile in the back, almost like a like a for like a nest or bedding. Uh, a lot of it's partially burned from the fire that came through here. There is also a large, well, it looks like it may have been a trough for maybe water or something. That's taking up a section. Other than that, there's there's remnants of, of food, obviously, that maybe like bones and things like that uh, all around. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing, well, out of the ordinary, except for some right. sort of gigantic cage in a hidden laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah from looking around uh, all of you guys looking around Billy McConnell looking around too since you are a trained detective uh, like I said it looks as if there was some kind of struggle down here in the way that these bodies are lay- laid out obviously since some of them are torn in half and ripped apart combing over the bodies uh, taking a close look at the body of Mordecai Shep um he appears to have been shot. Oh, all right. Uh, hey, why don't you show those guys the uh, the handout that I just gave you? Here we go, fellas. We got this, uh, the burned papers. Burned book. Alex, did you burn books for yeah, this scenario? Alex, you're going all out, man. Like, I, yeah, I created some more handouts. This, this is pretty cool, guys. Some, <laughs> Look at this. With an old book. <laughs> There's stuff in here that I can look at, but I figured, you know, we got to get outside first. Yeah, let's go back out to daylight. Perhaps we should um, go up topside and examine these papers. You don't like the smell down here? No, <laughs> I don't. Someone making soup? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, I think perhaps we have learned everything we can down here. Maybe we should go out and take a look at what we can discern from the rest of those papers. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Obviously, the trail has gone somewhat cold from this, wherever this creature is now. Hey, did we ever show Percival the pictures? Yes, you did. That's kind of how you guys got him in the first place, as you showed him the pictures. So when we get to the top of the stairs, I think we should do a listen and you know, see if we can hear anybody outside the tomb. Um, alright. Well, shall we, gentlemen? Let's go out. Yeah, let's go back up. Let me lead the way. Alright, Tallahassee leads the way. I'll lead the way. He yells charge and runs up the stairs. <laughs> charge! <laughs> alright, so you guys head back up the stairs. Um, following the scraping claw marks along the walls. From what it looks like. Um, now, looking at it from this angle, uh, it does give a different light to the way that these claw marks are moving up the walls here. Looking as if something was going up and clawing its way out from this hole in the ground. So you work, you, you walk up, you see the door propped open, you see the hand on the handle in the back, and you guys um, exit the tomb back out into the uh, somewhat overcast morning sun. Howdy, y'all. This is Tallahassee Turner. I play Seth Morrison in real life. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. 
If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review and share the show with your friends. Make sure to check us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files. There you can get all kinds of bonuses if you sign up and support the favorite show that you have. Thanks again for being an Arkham Files listener. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.